Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Who would have thought the Houston Texans were going to be in this situation? First of all, happy New Year's 2024. The Houston Texans are having the goals of Super Bowl. Because when you talk about the postseason, when you talk about the playoffs, you wipe away your record and you only have one goal in your mind. No matter how you get it, the only goal is to get to the Super Bowl and win the damn thing. Harley, if the Houston Texans win next week on Saturday, it might happen. Yeah, it's that, that's the game, huh? Saturday, ESPN. Change the prime time. Go Buck. Houston Texans have one game to showcase to everybody why they should be in the playoffs. CJ Stroud wore the Kobe Bryant shirt. Let's go, let's go take care of business, man. Now, before we get into this episode, we are brought to you by Bet Online. Shout out to Bet Online. The yeah. only people that don't get time off this year are pro athletes and us at Bet Online. With NFL bowl season, NBA in full swing over the holidays, Bet Online isn't taking a second off to make sure you have all the up to second Oz news and info. Bet Online has all the sports radio and info available you need with desktop and mobile access. Head there today to get into the action. Remember to use promo code BLEAV, B L E A V, spelled right there for you, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Harley, you believing? Oh, I'm definitely believing. Mm. So, first of all, the first primetime game that we're going to have all year, and it came right before midnight. It came around 10.30, 10.40, and what a way to start 2024 is finding out that the Houston Texans have earned themselves a shot of being on prime time this Saturday. No longer on Sunday. It was originally yep. supposed to be Sunday at 12. But because this is the battle for the postseason, win and your win, the game is on is on Saturday at 7-15. Let's go. Let's freaking go, man. Let's have ourselves a day. Let's go yeah. out there and face the Indianapolis Colts and get this dub, man. D'Amico said it in the postgame locker room speech. The players came in talking about eight quarters. Well, you got four down and there's four to go. That means to tell me the Houston Texans were ready for the Colts this Sunday. So now they're they, they ready. They are absolutely ready. And I am excited to see what the result's going to be for this Saturday. The Houston Texans, I believe, I am believing. Mm. I am very optimistic about this game. Another Texan podcast says hi. The Don podcast says, hey, sexies, what is going on, everyone? It is Victory Monday. It is happy New Year here, Joe Daddy. What's going on? That Texans fans, YMG, Arturo, we see you so much, Andrew. But, dude, this is uh, – dude, I am so excited. I, I, I'm I, I'm nervous. Like, once I saw we were on primetime, like, that's all I thought about the rest of the night. And I really – I kind of went to – you know, went through our highlights of this season, and I'm like, we deserve to be here. The Houston Texans deserve to be fighting – for a pro, uh, I'm sorry, they they deserve to be fighting for a postseason spot in week 18. What they've done this year, in year one, 
with the rookie head of coach, rookie quarterback, rookie OC, and so many injuries all across the board, you find yourselves nine and seven and an opportunity to go to the go to the playoffs, man. Yeah, man. And this is this is it. I mean, I, I've been stressing the point of going two and oh. But in order to go two and oh, you gotta get your first win. Go take care of business against the Tennessee Titans. We absolutely spanked them. Mm. Which, like I said in the AFC South roundtable, I said that that, that wasn't going to be a game. Shout out to Titans. All right, there, there, there was not, that wasn't going to be no damn football game. Come on now. If we beat them with old Case Keenan, what makes me think we're going to lose with CJ Stroud at QB? Mm. With that being said, the Houston Texans have to move forward. They've already moved forward. They have the Indianapolis Colts up. Granted, it's on the road, but this Houston Texans team has won big games on the road already. They beat the Cincinnati Bengals at Cincinnati, by the way, with Joe Burrow. Not no Jake Brown and none of that bull crap. No, with Joe Burrow, Houston Texans done did that. So the Houston Texans, hey, showcase yourself again. Now you get to show it on the bright lights. Last time C.J. Stroud was in a primetime game, he had himself a hell of a game and should have beat the Georgia Bulldogs in the college football playoffs. So mm. if I get any sort of that performance from CJ this Saturday, Texans win. You gave me goosebumps right there, buddy. Mm. You gave mm-hmm. me goosebumps, man. Just the just the fact that we're here, it's absolutely insane. Houston Texans on Sunday, yesterday, dominate the Tennessee Titans. 26 to 3. And Harley, we talked about it before the game. We don't think it should have been close. No. We both said off air we will get mad if it is not a blowout. Yeah. And for the Houston Texan offense, it was easy for them. They could run the ball, they could pass the ball, they could protect CJ Stroud. Honestly, I feel like if the Houston Texans wanted to drop 50, they could have. On the defensive side of the ball, I mean, it was lights out. Your best performance all year. You shut down Tennessee from the start of the game. Will Anderson Jr., emergence. Harley, shout out to the Houston Texans, man. Beating Tennessee Titans 26-3. to Yeah, man. I mean, shout out to Nick Casario. Really hitting it out of the park with the first-round picks. Back-to-back with C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson. Everyone that's been complaining about Will Anderson the beginning of the season, uh, he's here. <laughs> he, he's here. He is here. 12 snaps, by the way. 12 snaps. Didn't feel like 12 snaps. Felt like a lot more. Mm. The impact he had in just 12 snaps alone, that's a game changer right there. That, that's a game changer. That is that is the levels of J.J. Watt right there. That, that is crazy amount. What, what he did in 12 snaps is insane. Like, I, nobody, nobody, you could have, as soon as the game was over and somebody said, hey, Will Anderson only played for 12 snaps, would you believe them? No. Two sacks in the game. It seemed like he could have had more if he wanted to. It was absolutely disgusting what he did to that Titans offensive line. Granted, their offensive line is horrible already. It's a piece of shit offensive line. And Will Anderson made sure to uh, – let the Titans general manager know that, hey, buddy, uh, you should fix your O-line this offseason. Mm. I mean, we five sacks on Ryan Tannehill, 
one sack on Will Levis, a total of six mm. sacks. Nicholas said, Ruben, are you going to stream the game Saturday night? Absolutely. And Harley, I feel like this game on Saturday, I haven't called it a regular season game. I've called it a playoff game because yeah. that's what it feels like, man. What about you? Yeah, I definitely agree. The, the stipulations, the parameters of this game being on primetime ESPN now, ABC. Yeah, this is a playoff game. Mm. Starting with the Houston Texan offense in yesterday's game, CJ Stroud, 24 of 32, only 213 yards, didn't need a throw for 300, one touchdown, zero interceptions, only sacked once, QB rating of 102.7. Harley, your thoughts on CJ Stroud being back after missing the last two games with a concussion? Looked like he didn't miss a beat. I mean, I, I thought he looked better. Yeah, right. I mean, it, it didn't look like he missed a beat. I understood some of uh, some of the Texans Twitter and some of the content creators that were probably worried that maybe C.J. Stroud could look a little slow to start the game. Maybe doesn't look like himself for this Tennessee Titans game. But at the end of the day, he did his thing. He looked like himself. He played to the best of his ability. And damn it, he was proficient. He was accurate. He was still doing what C.J. Stroud continued mm -hmm. to do, go through his reads, quick passes, quick decision-making, good decision-making, and not turn over the ball. And that's what C.J. Stroud has been doing the whole year for you at an elite level, I, I say, as a rookie. It's only up from here for C.J. Stroud. So it's fantastic to see what he did. Tennessee Titans defenses disgusting anyway it's not any good but it's good to see that the results came in and those sideline throws were just elite mm. just elite and then nico collins himself toe tap swag seven catches 80 yards now 100 i'm sorry 1100 yards on the year nico collins you're having yourself a very good year three and man this is the game this week against the Colts. Show me if you're a superstar or not, Nico Collins. Yeah, everybody's got to step up for this game. It's not it, – and I understand what you're saying with Nico. Everyone, like everybody's got to step mm -hmm. up for this game. You need contributions from people that you're not going to get it from. And I absolutely agree with Dominic. I mean, I was just like – Andrew Beck was out. They put in Brevin Jordan at the fullback position. And I was like, huh, it this works. is badass. Like, this is just absolutely awesome. Why didn't we do that? It's, it's like discovering ketchup on French fries or something. Like, you know, it was like, man, why didn't we ever do this before? It reminded me, and obviously he's not the same guy, but it reminded me of James Casey at fullback. You know, because James Casey was a former tight end. Now, obviously, at Rice University, he did a little bit of everything. He played everywhere at Rice. Um, that's why Kubiak loved him so much. But Brevin Jordan's a willing blocker. He might not be a great blocker, he but tries. he's willing. That, hey, that, that's 50% of the battle right there. If you're a willing blocker, I can work with that as a coach. And that play action pass to him was just Money. too easy. I mean, it was too easy. He's too, he outruns the corner. He had the edge. Brevin Jordan in the fullback position? Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to see more of that. And I think you have to give credit to Bobby Slowick for this game. 
because I think this was one of his best well-coached games of the season. There was so much misdirection, so much pre-snap movement, these end rounds given it to Xavier Hutchinson, then he gives it to Nico Collins, and a you know you get five or six yards on the play. When I say it was easy for C.J. Stroud and they could have dropped 50, I 100% believe that. They stopped trying midway in the third quarter when they went three straight runs and just punted the ball away. Bobby Slowick, who has received a lot of criticism throughout the entire year, he's had his ups, he's had his downs. You have to give him a huge round of applause for his job yesterday. Yeah, he had, one, of, like you said, one of his best games, actually, as an OC Uh it's it's up there with the with the Bengals game, excuse me, because mm. the Bengals game to me he was just cooking, he was just cooking the Bengals all day. He had one play where you went, damn it, and that was the interception from C.J. Stroud late in that game, but he still got the dub. Um, but yeah, you're you're hitting the nail right on the head. Bobby Slowick had himself a really good day as your OC, and man, again, bro, this is it. This is. More more brightness, more future for this Houston Texans team. I need the same duplicate performance from Bobby. I need him to focus, and I need him to do his thing against this Indianapolis Colts team. Because week two, and this is on D'Amico as well, but it definitely felt like Shane Steichen like, just schematically outperformed mm-hmm. D'Amico Ryans. Like it just looked like he outperformed him as a as a head coach in week two. Now, granted, you know some unlucky stuff happened to you at the beginning of that game. You fell down fourteen nothing real quick against the Colts, uh, but like, I, I am still very optimistic about this game. This is a different Houston Texans team. Yes, and now and now they're battle tested. Antonio says, I think if it comes down to the wire, we have the best kicker to take it to the house. I said it off stream, man. I think Kaimi Fairbairn is becoming one of the best kickers in the NFL. He was mm-hmm. four of four on Sunday, and longest was 51. The week before that, I'm sorry, not the week before that, but him coming back and nailing a 53-yarder and a 54-yarder. Kaimi Fairbairn right now, this dude is money. Definitely believe one of the best kickers in the NFL. Becoming one. I... I thought arguably he was. Mm. I mean, he's just – he hasn't missed a field goal within, I believe, 30 yards. I mean, he hasn't missed one in quite some time. He's absolutely just bank anywhere underneath 40. Anything underneath 50, I mean, the, the guy's the guy's legit. Like, this is one of the best kickers in the NFL. Mm. Like, just easy decision. There's a reason why they gave him that money. Um, a lot of people just didn't like the money thrown towards Kanye Fairbairn when it happened. I think that was more the resentment towards Bill O'Brien yeah. than it was Kaimi Fairbairn. Was he a little bit overpaid? Yes, at the time. But as contracts do, when they age, they obviously get better in time because of everybody else that comes up in this league. Um, but Fairbairn is he he's just Mr. Consistent. Mm. The Russian attack for the Houston Texans. Devin Singletary, 16 rushes, 80 yards. Longest was 24, five yards a carry. Another solid day. I mean, dude, if he's if if he starts since week one, we might be talking about a 1,000 yard season for Devin Singletary. Damian Pierce, eight rushes, 16 yards, two point yards a carry. So 
you know, not that good. However, I love seeing him in the return game, right? It gives you a little bit of something. Get him as a get him in a full head of steam. Mm-hmm. Just the whole offense was just easy on Sunday. The the Tennessee Titans could not do anything to stop the Houston Texans. Yeah, and and uh I'm so glad, like I'm so glad we don't have any sort of like anger someone upset like Damian Pierce for example Uh, he's the example that I'm going to use like I'm I'm so glad he isn't upset he isn't taking this the wrong way like this man said nah you know what I'll figure out how to get on the field put me on special teams and what did he do in the Browns game to take it to the house and hell he looks pretty damn good as a special teams guy I mean I it, it looks pretty simple and easy for him. So I don't remember at all, and maybe you do. I don't remember in training camp Damian Pierce taking special teams. He reps. never took a snap. Exactly. Like it was either Tankdale, Robert Woods, or Desmond King. Yeah, you know, and some Steven Sims thrown in here and there. And that was it. Like that uh, some Mechie here and there. We saw mm-hmm. Hutchinson. Nowhere did I we ever see. Damian Pierce taking snaps as a return man for kicking off for kickoffs or punts. So uh for for, for what seems like someone that just here you go, I'll do it and take it to the house. It seems pretty simple for him. And hey, I'm all for it. Like it's any way to help team. the team. Exactly. Any way to help the, he's a team player. It's any way to help the team. And damn it, Damian Pierce is out here trying to do whatever is best. For the team, shout out to Bob. How about that, huh? Hey, whatever's best for the team. Hey, T E A M. <laughs> Versatile, man. We hate that oh word. Goodness. The V word. <laughs> we have not allowed a 100-yard rusher all year, so that does bode well for the Houston Texans on Sunday. He will be going against Jonathan Taylor, Trey Sermon, and that very good Indianapolis Colts offensive line with the defense, because this is where. This is where I feel confident on Saturday, the postseason. It was just dominant. And, you know, we had asked all year, not really asked, but wanted the Houston Texans to beat the teams they were supposed to beat. And this was one of those games. If Tennessee could barely beat old man Case Keenum, then they shouldn't even be competing when the Houston Texans are playing with C.J. Stroud, and it was just that. 26-3 to is a blowout. The Houston Texans let their foot off the gas, and the defense did everything that D'Amico Ryans has been preaching since training camp is swarming. You're talking about no Jonathan Gunnar, that's okay. Derek Barnett, who you just signed a couple of weeks ago, he'll take a sack. Old man Jerry Hughes, hey, I still have something left in me. I'll give you a strip sack. And who picks it up? Sheldon Rankins and takes it for six. And this secondary, no big plays allowed, even though they try to test you early in the game. Uh, Traylon Burks dropped it. Just a dominant performance by this Houston Texans defense, man. Yeah, really dominant. They looked good this last this, yesterday, actually. Uh, they looked really good. They should have looked really good. It's Will Levis. It's Ryan Tannehill. It's a horrible offensive line. The Tennessee Titans got five wins for a reason. They had that fraudulent comeback win against the Miami Dolphins. It should have never happened. The Dolphins are kicking themselves because now they're playing for the division in the last week against the Buffalo Bills. 
So with all that being said, the Tennessee Titans are absolutely trash. They suck this year. Uh, they should have known they sucked this year from the beginning of the year. They gave their fans false hope. They're no good. And the Houston Texans showcase why they only got five wins this year. What's the what's the what's the animosity to Tennessee, man? Don't give a shit about Tennessee. What? Don't give a damn. What? I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a damn about Tennessee, bro. Like I do not give a shit about them. I, like when I filled in for you on the AFC South roundtable, and, like, and they're like, "Oh, well, you're gonna give Ruben a hard a hard job if the Titans beat the Texans." I'll say, "Man, bro, if they can't beat Dusty Ass Cobwebs on his damn elbow, if it fall off the bone, it's free elbow noodle arm of Case Keenum. Then how the hell you think they're gonna beat C.J. Stroud?" Mm. And CJ was out there just, you know, I'll throw, I'll throw five yards here, seven yards here. Yeah, you know, I'll, yeah, he's at the grocery store. You know, he's like, ah, you know, I guess I'll get some chips. Eh? Guess I get some, some, some deli meat. You know, all right, I'll take a tomato. I'll take some lettuce. I'll take some bread. I'll take whatever the hell I want because you can do whatever the hell you want against the Tennessee Titans. Mm. Why are they allergic to old men? Why are they allergic to old men? They let that old man, Case Keenum, and then crooked-ass knees and Jerry Hughes beat them. Come on, man. How you let the old man beat you? Them two old men. Jerry Hughes swallowed Will Levis. We haven't seen him since. He's in mm. the shadow zone somewhere. He's in the shadow realm somewhere. And Sheldon Rankins, big man Tutty. We, lo- we love to see it. We mm. love to see big man touchdowns. And Sheldon Rankins got himself a cookie. And he knew exactly what to do with it. Took it to the house. It's too easy, man. That was too easy of a game. Everybody knew we were going to beat the Titans. It was always – we on to the – it It should have been after you beat the Browns, the words should have been, we on the Indy. <laughs> that's what – dude, that's what we were saying. You know who, who, who didn't think the Houston Texans were going to win? Our friend right here. <laughs> have you seen this video yet <laughs> yes of course i've seen the video everybody's seen this video Damn fantastic i love it you know what time it is hey the beautiful thing about these division games is you always get a chance to get your motherfucking lick back and today we get our chance to get our motherfucking lick back and guess what we don't get our motherfucking lick back because we always get our motherfucking lick back hey Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Put these punk motherfuckers back in they goddamn place and remind them of how sorry they really fucking is, regardless of they punk ass motherfucking mediocre ass records. Now tighten the fuck up. It's game day. Let's go. <laughs> I love them, bro. I 26 to 3. 26 to 3. I, I love him, bro. He keeps that energy all year. So I can't. Yeah, hey, man, credit to him for for being a true fan. Like, that dude is a true 
fan. Like that dude, that dude is a diehard. I mean, come on, man. They got five wins. What else is they? I mean, what, what's there to get excited about, man? Like, let him be the hype man for the Titans because they had nothing to be excited about this year. They had to see Ryan Tannehill try to be what they think he could be. Maybe Ryan Tannehill, we could blindfold ourselves and see if Ryan Tannehill could become what he once was. That dude is garbage, bro. He been garbage. But shout out to Morocco. He, he's, he does a fantastic job hyping up the fan base, his fan base, and getting the opposing fan bases real, real testy and heated. So he does a damn good job of it. It's like when one of these opposing teams makes a video about the Houston Texans, it's come back to bite them in the ass. Let's not forget my guy UCF Jaguar, who posted that clip after that fraudulent win by Jacksonville. They went on a four-game losing streak, lost Trevor Lawrence. Now we have this guy that get back some mother. Oh, it is 26 to 3. He turned off the comments. If you can't take it, do not dish it out. We are H-Town till we drown. And the Houston Texans, they take care of business against Tennessee. We wanted to say this last week. Let's move on to Indy because we were talking about Indy in last week's podcast. We were saying, dude, I, dude, we should just handle the Tennessee Titans. We didn't even want to preview the game, Harley, because we knew what the outcome was going to be. And that was going to be a Houston Texans dominant victory. Absolutely. What, what was the point of us getting hyped for? I already knew what the result was going to be. The dude, result had- was going to be boots to asses. That's exactly what the result was going to be. Boots to asses. The Houston Texans dominated them. And that's why, we, you know, we on the indie, bro. Like, this is it. Win and you're in. Win and you're like in. You said, they took care of business against Tennessee. Do it one more time for me. <laughs> Go get that dub. Mm. We hungry down here in H Town. What? We damn hungry. What? Hungry for some playoffs. What? I said we hungry for some playoffs. What in the chats? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I did. Who would have thought? I'm hitting you with the Paul Red. Not us. Not us. <laughs> right? Dude. Like, I mean. Like, I'm just happy to be here, bro. Like, you know, as the fireworks and the gunshots were going off last night, I was just looking up and saying, yeah. man, thank God my football team does not suck anymore. <laughs> and that's why I feel bad for guys like Tennessee, guys like the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the <laughs> Indianapolis Colts this Sunday when we walk into Indy and smack them and C.J. Stroud goes for 323 tutties. Mm. And Will Anderson Jr. goes for two more sacks, solidifying that defensive rookie of the year. And then you know what? D'Amico Ryan is going to go ahead and solidify that coach of the year as well for taking the team that was picking with the number two overall pick in this year's draft. You're now in the postseason. I'm on to Indy, man. I'm not worried about those Colts. Man, I I am. I'm not either. I, I am overly optimistic. I am. I'm not going to lie. Um Obviously, we got to take care of business. Uh, you mentioned Gardner Minshew before. And Gardner Minshew, he's just such a wild card. You don't know what kind of quarterback you're going to get. Guy, though, man. You just... and he's, but he's a gamer. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. And the Colts have been pesky all year. Like, they've won a lot more games than their – the fan base admitted. Like, they've, they're they not supposed to be here either. 
you know. So uh, it's absolutely fun to be in this situation. Both teams are not supposed to be in this situation. Hell, I thought the Colts, when they lost Anthony Richardson, I was like, oh, man, that sucks. You know, mm-hmm. like, to be honest, like, man, you just lost your rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. Look, I like Minshew, but can he really carry them to where they need to go? He's proved me wrong. The biggest thing with Gardner Minshew is the Houston Texans going to have to realize the big plays. Mm. Tennessee tried it on you on the first drive of the game. Yep. And Traylon Burks dropped the ball. Gardner Minshew is huge on making big plays for the Colts. I believe he has five passes over 40 yards in the NFL. Yeah, most of them are Michael Pittman. They live off the big plays. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they, they live off big plays. And that's one thing the Houston Texans have struggled with this year because of the lack of performance from your safety position. Um, and, you know, I know Houston Carson tries his best. He's a solid. Jalen Petrie, he's just not a deep safety. Uh, Jimmy Ward's had some problems as well back there. Um, and, you know, I don't know too much about Adrian Amos. You know, whether or not he can play a deep safety role, looks like he would be better in the box as well as a Kareem Jackson. So, you know, who knows? But the Houston Texans are going to get all they need from Gardner Minshew. And D'Amico Ryans has got to show that, hey, I, don't show that you are going to get out coached twice by Shane Steichen. You mm. can't let that happen. Absolutely agree, man. Just. The the fact that the game's on Saturdays just make this it's gonna make this week go by so quick. Because normally, you know, we're doing our our, our pregame show on Friday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Game's gonna be the very next day. Like yeah. it's I'm already getting butterflies right now, brother. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like yeah, I mean excitement's at an all-time high right now. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's the whole temperature check for the city of Houston when it comes to the Texans. You know, I mean, I got my whole workplace is like, bro, hey, man, you see them Texans, man? You, Hey, what what do you think, man? You think we're going to win this Saturday against the Colts? Hey, we got we got flex to primetime, ESPN, ABC. You know, hey, <laughs> for my bare minimum, the bare minimum, all I ask for the bare minimum is for the Texans to show up. That's my bare minimum. Okay. Don't go out there and get spanked. That's the bare minimum. <laughs> like that is the bare minimum. Don't say and it. you know the Houston Texans have a history. Stop. <laughs> you know the Houston Texans Stop. have this history. Now, what I will say, D'Amico Ryan said that the 2023 Texans are not like the rest. They're not like the other Texans teams of the past. They are their own team. And the biggest difference between those teams to this team is not only D'Amico Ryan's a head coach, is it not only Bobby Slowick at OC and having that offense back. The biggest difference is having C.J. Stroud healthy. Mm-hmm. And, and you get that. I, and the biggest thing I will say is usually the team with the better quarterback wins, right? Yes. Well, you got the damn better quarterback. You do. And C.J. Stroud needs to go out there and dominate. He needs to show me why he was a 
top five quarterback at one point in this league. He's got to show me why he was in the MVP candidate conversation at one point in this league as a rookie. Sure, the stakes are high. The pressure is on for him. But, hey, there's no excuses. There is none. I don't give a damn. Houston Texans got to go in there and take care of business. Go 1-0. and That's all I'm asking. Go 1-0. and Nacho, what is this call right here, man? <laughs> Bro, sorry to say we might lose this one because of last year's game. Come to Han is just saying, no, man. I, I like Harley said, D'Amico said it himself. This is not the same old Houston Texans. And it's something that if you win this game, I never want to hear everyone say same old Texans. And I think that should be put to bed. Yes. Be- yes. Because this is now the biggest game of the season. You win this game, you're in the postseason. You win this game, you could think about a Super Bowl because anything could happen in the playoffs. Ask the New York Giants. The narrative of this team being dysfunctional, not winning the big games, not rising to the occasion, because it hasn't just been the past couple of years. It's been that way since our inception. Mm. You win on on Saturday. <laughs> You are watching the new Houston Texans. I mean, that's fair. That's the point right there, right? CJ Stroud said it best. He wore the Kobe Bryant shirt. And he referenced the quote, man. What's, what's, there to, what's there to have fun about? What's there to celebrate? Job ain't finished. Job ain't done. Go get the motherfucking job done, damn it. Mm. Gotta go get the dub. It's just, that's it. Like, there's no ifs, ands, buts about it. This is the game. This is it. You win, you in, you get in the playoffs, you get in the dance. Like you said, anything can happen. It's all 0-0. On the road, don't matter. At home, don't matter. Houston Texans got to go get this damn win. It don't matter if the game is on Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. I don't give a damn. Houston Texans got to go get this damn dub. They got to take care of business. And I think they will. We're going to end on that note the houston texans they leave 2023 with the victory they enter 2024 with the hopes of making the postseason and fighting for a lombardi at the end of the season harley let them know where they can find you you can find me at the lead underscore hou the lead houston on youtube we are on the road to 8,000 subscribers so i appreciate everybody that has liked commented subscribed make sure if you're still here go ahead and like this live stream for mm. both of us on his youtube channel on my youtube channel and if you missed the live stream you can always hear us audibly anywhere where you stream all your podcasting platforms on believe in texans yes it's spelled exactly like that it is not a misspell because we work for the believe network and remember this episode is presented by bet online absolutely you guys can find me on youtube just type in 713 houston sportcast guys do me a favor have a real blessed rest of your night welcome in to 2024 have a happy new year joseph's going to end it off with his score prediction 38 texans 13 colts if if that's the final score i'm gonna be screaming super bowl oh man if that's the final score it's a stinker in indy let's go (laughs) thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.